Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Are the old world, picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I'm Micheline Malouf. And I'm Nadia Desi, licensed therapists and host of Getting Better, Stories of Mental Health. Join us for discussions with Megan Trainer, Chris Bosch, Rebel Wilson, and more. From discussing motherhood to immigrating to general mental health, our guests are awe-inspiring. We all struggle with the same things, so let's talk about it and destigmatize them. Find our new podcast, Getting Better, Stories of Mental Health, on iHeart, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Still living in 2021 and manually taking notes? There is a better way. Start the new year with otter.ai. Automatically get meeting notes. Otter.ai works for virtual meetings like Zoom, Microsoft Teams, and Google Meet. Sign up on the web for free or download in the app stores. Otter.ai. That's O-T-T-E-R dot A-I. On April 4th, 1968, Dr. Martin Luther King was shot and killed in Memphis. A petty criminal named James Earl Ray was arrested. Case closed. Right? James Earl Ray was a pawn for the official story. Some of the evidence, as far as I was concerned, did not match the circumstances. This is the MLK Tapes. The first episodes are available now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. It's important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. That is because your brand is different. The challenges you face in your life are different. So stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. My Money Making Conversation interviews will encourage you to lead with your gifts and never use age as an excuse when you are planning your goals. My next guest is Melanie Thomas Scott. She's best known for Emmy-nominated work in the iconic role of Nikki Reed, a character she's played for 40 years and counting on America's number one daytime television drama, The Young and the Restless. Her memoir, Always Young and Restless, is a very motivational book. I read it. It's very, very, I recommend it. It's, it's a compelling book about her life. We'll be discussing her life, her career, and overcoming the odds. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Melody Thomas Scott. Well, hello, Sean. Well, uh, well, first of all, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for uh, having your people send the book to me. You know, I read a lot of books, Melody. And uh, one thing that jumped out of this book was 
overcoming the odds was one, uh, and motivation. You were, you were constantly self-motivated. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit before we get in depth about different things and that I read about the book and some of the questions that your, your team asked me to inquire about when we were doing the interview? It's so funny that you consider me to be a self-motivator. I don't believe that about myself at all, but I'll take the compliment. <laughs> we are because, because you know, the thing about it, I, I look at my life, you know, and, and people laugh at me because I, I can remember things when I was two, three and five. Very clearly. I can, re- you know, I'm going to tell you something. I, I can, I can remember <laughs> when my sisters, you know, back in the day before they had the little pampers where you could just have the little, where they was, had safety pins. I can remember my sisters actually sticking me intentionally. Because, because I, because I was the middle child. I was the middle child. I can remember when I tell uh, people, they go, you, you're not telling the truth. How could you remember that? And then I read your book and I go, I finally met uh-huh. somebody. I, isn't it wonderful? I, and I only know before now learning about you, there's only one other person in, that I've found that has the same memory that we do. So there's three of us anyway. And it's really interesting because I, you know, it, it, it is so, as, as I'm talking, so I start reading your book and you, you mentioned it. I go, okay. You know, you start, you said, okay, I can relate to her now. You know, we, we, <laughs> you know, we, we, we have a kinship here because how many people have right. told me, in fact, I, I'm first, in fact, when I tell people that they say this, they told me I've not been telling the truth so many times. I don't even tell people anymore. Oh no, but, they don't believe you. I, I totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, and so, but, but it's tied to, it's tied to, it's not tied to trauma. It's not, it's just that somehow in my life, I am very, you know, there are points in my life where, you know, I'm not as clear, but for some reason, <laughs> for some reason, under five, I am very clear about what happened in my life between first grade from, from under five, I'm very clear, too. Melody. Me too, too. Isn't it strange? I mean, I remember being in my crib. I remember all these. I remember events that happened when I was one that have been verified by family members. So it, it is a freakish uh, memory. Curse. Yes, but, it, it you know, it's a blessing and a curse. I right. mean, you probably don't remember some of those things. Right. Well, but let's talk about your career. Why did you write the book? OK, for, for like I said, when I read it, it became a very motivating memoir to me. Why did you write the book? Well, thank you. Um, I wrote the book. I've, I've always known for many years that there was a book in me that needed to be, you know, out there in the world. But it took a very long time, I think, um, getting over the the emotional blocks that one might have in writing about adversities in childhood. And mine were particularly unique, I would right. say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. I, I mean, I was never going to write about, write a book simply about the young and the restless. I mean, that, that just would not do it for me. I mean, yes, it's interesting to the fans, but my real motivation was to write about my personal life. Mm-hmm. And yes, things that I have overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I said to you earlier, I don't view myself as self-motivating. Uh, it, it just happened to be that I was able somehow, guardian angels or who knows what, to uh, break out of what could have been a very bad road. Uh, it was not, it was never my 
uh, enchant at the moments of thinking, all right, I'm going to overcome this. No, it, it was almost something otherworldly that guided me to a different path right. uh, for my betterment. And I'm so grateful for that. Whatever forces or powers allowed me to do that and showed me those roads. It's really interesting. Let me, I'm going to repeat. I don't know if you heard my intro before I introduced you. And that is why, and that is why this book is such a natural to my storytelling about what you're what, bringing you on the show. I say it is important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. This is her book. When you read okay. her book, this is her book. That is because your brand is different. Brand is just a life. And that's her life. The challenges you face in your life are different. That's her. And then what she did was she stopped reading other people's success stories and started writing her own. I could not have written I say that I'd say that every time I'd open my show, Melody, I could have not written a, a more classic intro that that mirrors your book. It's amazing. And I, I I like to believe that what I'm trying to do on my show and what you've written in that book are, are, are trying to accomplish the same thing. You're telling your story, but I'm also inviting you on the show to let people know what I'm saying is the truth. Yes. And and that is why I wrote the book. I had to be truthful about everything. I had to include the dark with the light. Right. Uh, you can't write a whole book all about the light. That right. that's meaningless in some ways. So um, I I just needed to let it out there. And since the release on August eighteenth, I've heard from so many people already that are thanking me for delving into particularly sensitive areas that uh, hearing from so many people, Oh my gosh, Melody, you know, I had similar things when I was a kid and they're still carrying them around, you know, as an adult. And it's so wonderful to be able to release that and move forward and leave the past in the past. And it really is important that I know I'm working on a book myself, a motivating book, Melody. And the thing that, that I found in writing it, you, you, you start remembering things that you kind of like buried. Oh, yeah. You buried. Oh, and- yes. I mean, there were many times where I'm sitting at my computer writing a particularly grueling chapter, and I am there perhaps due to our early childhood memory abilities. Right. When I'm writing it, I am there in the room where things were happening when I was four, mm-hmm. and uh, it's total recall. And it has to be in order for it to be honest. And that's what makes the book compelling. And now, now remember you said, Rashawn, I don't really see myself as a self-starter. Well, I'm going to point out some examples of what I thought was a self-starter, <laughs> if you don't mind. When you intentionally, when you intentionally gained weight for that role, nobody, oh, yes. to, nobody told you to do that, but you no. saw an opportunity. Okay. It, wasn't even that. You're giving me too much credit there. Okay. I got to give you. I got, why, why am I giving you too much credit? Speak, 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 speak. <laughs> because I still can't tell you to this day why when I was 13 and reading Variety and learned about this part in this new Clint Eastwood movie, I still cannot tell you what inside of me said, that's my part. And, oh, the part is of a chubby girl. Well, I'm not chubby, but I can be very soon. And just started eating with no promise of an interview. My agent had not ever uttered the words mm-hmm. of this film. Uh, and it was just something in me 
that, and it, it, it wasn't like, oh, I'm a go-getter. I'm going to go get that. Part. That's a go-getter no, moment. That's a go. We go. We're going to argue positively on this show, Miss Scott, it was part because of a thing. because you are fantastic, and I think. I like to say you kind of undersell yourself a little bit, but I can't say that because you're so successful. But what I see <laughs> is a person that let's let's point out another example: the shooters, the shooters, uh, the, the, okay. the director. Well. He worked. You worked with him twice, right? <laughs> you saw an opportunity. You okay. called his I, lovely I, assistant. I still admit that that was a bit of a devious move on my part. You are right. Oh, you know something? <laughs> we're getting there. What you would tell everybody, if you don't mind, that genius move there, that actually the role could have went to another blonde starlet. I won't reveal that little aha moment. But you Wait, did yeah, a genius move. Until long after we shot the film, I did not know who was supposed to play that part. But it was just kind of a strategic move on my part I because I really did feel like you know is my career over should I go back and focus on my piano I I I was a bit at a crossroads but I felt that taking a meeting with Don Siegel because I had worked with him twice before mm-hmm. and I did know he was going to be doing the shooters but I didn't let on to that in the meeting right uh and uh, it was just, again, one of those It was twice you didn't. Where, right? When you talked to his assistant, you didn't let on then either. Strategic, strategic, strategic. Then when you I met st- with him. I'm sorry? Then you met with him, so you did it twice. I'm just saying you're very smart. And that's why I'm just letting you know that these are the tools that I took away from the book. That sometimes you have to make your opportunity. Sometimes you have to be a self-starter. And these are the motivating moments that I took away from the book. And I'm encouraging people to read because here's a person. Sometimes you don't, sometimes an opportunity is not presented to you. Sometimes it may be so far away, you might say, I can't achieve that. That's what happened when you was eight years old. You was, you were skinny. The role was for a chubby kid. In your yeah. mind, your agent didn't say anything about it, but you read it. You said, I'm going to get this. And you went and got it. But yeah. through effort, through effort, though. Well, through a lot of eating, I gained 20 pounds in two weeks. And I know. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know how and you I'm did that. To- I still don't know but- how you did that. <laughs> <laughs> you were grubby big time. Uh, I guess I was determined without a solid opportunity at the end of that road. I didn't know. It, it, it was just something in me that I thought, well, I'm uh, I'm going to do this. And then and, uh, and, and and you achieved it. And so when you achieve these things, you know, I, 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 let me take it for an example myself, Miss Scott, is that sometimes I, I, I've accomplished things in life and then I kind of like think it's no big deal. And I'm not saying that, uh-huh. you, but I'm just in my personality. And I, I see a lot of things that that you you've accomplished in your life and that you're doing in your life. Sometimes I've just like said, okay, it happened because guess what was supposed to happen? Or I was in the right place at the right time. And I, I tend to kill those statements in my life because I realized that it happened because I made effort. It happened because guess what? When somebody was willing to give 23 hours in a day, I gave 24 hours. And I got that from your personality. Like when you went back to the Broadway store to work, you didn't have to go back to that store and work. And when you went back to that store, that led to another opportunity. I'm just saying it's just your 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 ability to see opportunities and make opportunities is what shines in this book when I read it. Well, you're starting to convince me now that perhaps there is a bit of that in me, although, oh goodness, I'm so sorry I'm outside because there's so much activity in my house right now. Sorry mm-hmm. for that. No problem. Car going. Um, goodness. Um, I, I'm starting 
to agree with you. Um, I mean, I, you know what? You could you could convince a snowman to buy ice. I'm telling you. I think you have <laughs> well, such first a of all, when when the reality is that that's why I was so excited when I got the book. You know, they sent it to me. Book. They said, uh, you know, and I, I, I'm very familiar with your talents. You know, big fan of the show. Uh, I grew up. You know, my mom was a soap opera fan, and so so that whole the '60s. Uh-huh. I was you know '70s. I was watching before I went off to college, and my life yeah. took a whole new direction. And I thought I was a man of men and things like that and became the person I am today but uh, along the way it was like even when you even when you uh had the opportunity to audition for the iconic role that you have right now you know you uh-huh. had a sitcom opportunity a pilot up to time you was on the Waltons but uh-huh. yet and still but yet and still well are- but I as you read in the book, I didn't. I really wasn't interested in the role on The Young and the Restless because, as you say, I had that other opportunity yeah. that I very much wanted to do. It's only because my agent convinced me to take Y&R, and goodness gracious, the moral of that is always listen to your agent because she was so right. 41 years later, I'm still on that show, which is incredible. Wow. I just love talking to you. Because you are the incredible <laughs> one, young lady. But you see, I I have always felt, even as a child and to this day, I feel that I'm very much the fatalist in that, you know, things that come to me come to me from other forces because I'm wherever I'm at is where I'm supposed to be. And if another opportunity opens up, I don't feel that I... Gun for it, shall we say? <laughs> Until you started talking to Rashawn McDonald. Now, Rashawn McDonald got you thinking about yourself a little bit different here. You know something? You know something? Rashawn may be right. I will give him full credit, but he he's on to something here. Because because you can give your agent credit if you want to. Rashawn won't. Okay? Rashawn won't. Because you still have to give 100% effort. And when you write in this book, you may have had those two opportunities, but you wanted this opportunity. Then you, when you went in red, you you naturally ma- match in the screen test. You you the effort, uh, and then the fact that you got it, and then she she gives you the, your agent gives you this half compliment where the other girl was prettier. Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Huh? You could you could have told me everything, okay? But oh, well, you know they, they turned down other girl because she was actually prettier than you. So thank goodness. That's right. But but they said that I was. She said, "Well, the other girl was prettier than you, but you were the better actor." There you so go. There of- you go. Oh, there you thank go. You. We're on the same page now, <laughs> Melody. It's finally here, the season of celebration, and no matter how you celebrate with family and friends. Whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah, or going to Midnight Mass, Kohl's has just what you need to make those traditions special. Plus, you'll find gifts for all your loved ones. Send warm wishes with cozy fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. Or treat them to everyone's favorite activewear from top brands like Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide committed to the health and well-being of our communities. No matter how you celebrate, when you shop at Kohl's, you're right where you belong. So this season, give with all your heart with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. 
Whether your event needed one room or an entire conference center, Hopin has revolutionized the way people come together. With Hopin, you can host a fully-fledged digital meetup complete with one-on-one -on -one meetings, hands-on sessions, and expo booths. And because everything is hosted in a single, easy-to-use platform, it can be as big or small as you want, remain convenient for anyone who wants to attend, and give you access to data you never would have known otherwise. Visit Hopin.com to learn more and get started. Still living in 2021 and manually taking notes? Start the new year with otter.ai to generate automatic notes for meetings, interviews, or lectures. With otter.ai, you can search the meeting notes, insert images, play back the audio, and share them with your friends or coworkers. You can capture action items, remember meeting details, and keep everyone informed. Otter.ai works for in-person or virtual meetings like Zoom, Microsoft Teams, and Google Meet. Sign up for free at otter.ai or download the app for free. Otter.ai, that's O. I am. I think I've gotten you. I think I've gotten the spirit of Melody on my side. Now, let's talk about this brilliant career, Nikki Reed. Come on now. I had to I had to I had to dig deep on this one because I said, you know, some I'm reading this book and this book is so, you know, it starts with a dark side. You know, childhood. Mm -hmm. She's like me. She's remembering a lot of things that most people say you're foolish to be able to. You're just lying. You're not telling the truth. You're, you're just acting right now. But that's part of what the of the magic of who you are. And then then you take all these stories, but they don't affect your everyday life. And, you know, and it doesn't slow you down, you know, and you just all like you said, all you wanted was a sense of normalcy in your life. That's what exactly. you said in the book. And, and and ironically, that normal to me was being an actor and getting I knew that I was not living the life of a normal little girl at all. But I knew that. If I got a job, I could go to a studio and play the part of a normal little girl. And that was everything to me. And that is probably what was the very beginnings of my deep desire to be an actor. It was like, hey, I'm living the craziest world ever at home with this nutty family. Right. But um, I, I can feel successful and at peace with my own self right. by being an actor by jumping into another character's mind that and and I still feel that way that is the joy of acting for me is to take a character that doesn't exist in reality but making her real I'm speaking to Emmy nominated um, actress who plays the iconic role on uh, Young and the Restless uh, Nikki Reed uh, 40 years and counting uh, we're discussing her book Always Young and Restless is very motivational book it's a memoir it's about her life. You know what thing hmm? is, um, you call her Nikki Reed, and yes, indeed, she was Nikki Reed. But everybody today, they they all want to say Nikki Newman, Nikki Newman, because that whole Newman thing, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, she has been married twelve times, so I'm well, not going to fault you for so, that. So, 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 what, what, what you want me to do now, Miss Miss Scott? You know, <laughs> Nikki Reed or Nikki Newman? She's been married twelve times. Now. See, see, I love talking to you. I love. I, you might, you're probably one of my most interesting guests because like, like this book, can I, can, 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 I'm, I'm, there's a couple of things in the book I want to say that, that I agree with you when you said right place at the right time. Like when you went in and Kirk Douglas braided your hair. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's what, that's, uh, kind of, that's and, and that is all now here. Explain this to me if you will. Okay, cool. Thank you. When when I was in that stock room at the Broadway selling shoes and I had been told, do not answer the phone in the stock room. There you go. And I never did until that one day. Yes, And I, again, I don't know what 
what made me go pick up that receiver and say, you know, well, Lady Sue, how can I help you? Uh, and it turns out to be my childhood agent, which led to an inner, I mean, as if no time had passed. It had been years since I'd spoken to her. Uh, and then I go to the address she gives me. I walk in and there's Kirk Douglas behind the desk. And that led to me getting posse, which really led to me getting back into the business as an adult uh, to, to work continuously. But explain that to me. What made me answer that song? That that same quality that I keep saying about you, the overriding <laughs> desire to win and to, you know, some when I when, when I talk to a lot of successful people and you truly are a successful person. And in the end, they wind up being successful because they trust themselves. People tell them what not to do. They do it anyway because they trust themselves. They don't do they don't do it because of the fact that they're trying to break a rule. It, it, if it doesn't make sense to them, then if they, uh-huh. they're going to break the rule. Because they go, why can't I answer this phone? And and and, uh-huh. and and that when I was read that part of the book, I go, she's been an incredible actress all these years. Why they why why can't she answer the phone? And it, when I when they got to that part, and then when you answer the phone, it all made sense because that's the natural. If you if you read your well, of course of course you read your story, you wrote it. You were rebellious all the way up to that point. Okay. Oh yes. Very rebellious. It. Very rebellious. So so when you when somebody telling a very rebellious personality, look. Don't answer the phone. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? You're you going to answer the phone and you answer the phone. And guess what? It was somebody that. Oh, wow. This is so crazy. I, I, I'm going to share a story with you. I'm going to tell you, we're, we're, oh. we're so interested in how our lives intertwine. I'm not saying you're me and I'm you. I'm you. When I was in the hospital, I, my lung collapsed. Okay. And oh. I was I was in ICU. And I came out and I was in the hospital and it was this. I was a stand-up comic. I used to be a very popular stand-up comic, and uh-huh. a comedy competition was going on. I knew nothing about it because I was in the hospital. My lung had collapsed, and right. the phone rung in my hospital room. Melody, I picked it Uh-oh. up. It was this guy asking me, "Did I want to compete in a comedy competition?" Now you see, that was the same kind of moment. You, we are very much alike. You understand? And so that moment right there. Lip got me. I, I, I was I was released from the hospital three days later. I was on stage and I made the finals. And it was a national TV show. It got me back into the stand up comedy group because yeah. I I'd fallen off because I was in the hospital. But it's the same scenario. So when I'm reading your book, I'm like, yeah, there are too many aha moments, aha moments with you and I, because we're I, we're, I we're self starters, okay. And, you know, in life, people have told us what we cannot do. And we've accomplished things that most people have considered the extraordinary. And yet we're nice people because you are a nice person. Well, thank, well, you've just met me now. Give me a little time. You might change your mind. How am I going to do that? <laughs> uh, I, I read all 270 pages. Okay. I can read between the lines now. <laughs> 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 oh, you're wonderful. What, what, let, let's talk about the story right? we, a little bit. To just being a star on the show that long and the responsibilities of being a star on the show that long. Can you talk about that a little bit? See, uh, that kind of thinking doesn't even enter my mind. It, it's hard for me to even say I am a star. That makes me so uncomfortable to say that. 
um, you know, we're a company, we're a repertoire company, and I feel that we are all stars in right. our own right. You know, the, the interesting thing about uh, when I when I meet a person like you, because we've never met before and, you know, we know and, uh, you know, we're, 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 but I, I think after this conversation, I do want to meet you in person. I, I think that would be really you, you're amazing. And, but when, when I when, and I and thank you for wanting to meet with me because of the fact that my whole thing in doing this interview was, first of all, to meet you and also to share what I view, what I, my takeaways from a book, because we all have reasons why we write a book. But I just want to let you know that some people who read the book, they they are inspired. And you have to you have to realize that's a blessing in my eyes. The fact that, oh, you, yes, absolutely. that you that you were honest enough to say, look, because I'm just telling you when you if, when you hang up the phone or doing this interview, if you really look at what you're talking about in your book, you overcame so many high odds, so many levels of different types of abuse, so many uh, emotionally challenging physical moments, and you survived it. And you survived it, uh, and 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 it didn't affect you. And so many people allow things to to take them off their success, their their path of opportunity, and you didn't. And that's right. why I had to say that you are a self starter. But when a moment presents itself. Melody, you take advantage of it. You do not, you know, when you had to take the Lauren Bacall dog, you took the dog. Okay. You know, <laughs> you, you took the dog. And so you didn't sit over there, dog, I, I don't like dogs. She said, okay, well, bring the dog on here. Because you understood relationships, you know, and all these things have, when you look back in your life, you realize, because you have such a great memory, you get, I think you get to appreciate your life a lot more because you can remember so many things. I can, and I think that was very helpful in uh, for the readers out there who think that I am Nikki Newman. A lot of people, you know, it's a fine line. They really think that that is me. And it, if they read everything I've been through and everything that I have come out of the other end, it, it gives them hope. And if I can give them encouragement to, you know, stick with it, and, and there is light at the end of the tunnel, then that the, writing the book... It's all worth it if I can just help those who might be going through similar things or did as a child and are now adults still carrying it around with them. They don't need to. They don't need to. Dump it and move on. By, move on. Move on. Or share it with somebody so you can dump it. And that's yes. important, too, because sometimes you need to speak, speak it and get it out of your system and, and see how some people who care about you react to it. And you realize it's no big deal. And that's yeah. the blessing and of communication. That, that in itself has been very healing for me mm-hmm. to uh, to have put it all out there. Hey, here it is, warts and all. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm encouraging others to follow my lead, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, Nikki Newman, you know, I'm talking to Nikki Newman here. Okay. The iconic <laughs> Nikki Newman there. <laughs> I love talking to you. Well, you in your book, you met a lot of famous people, Nikki. A lot of famous I people. Rita Franklin. Now, Muhammad he, Ali. Even your, huh? Oh, Muhammad Ali. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That was great. Great day. And so when you meet these famous people, you know, because I'm going to tell you something. When you said you met, uh, I'm just tell you something. John Wayne, I'm a Western nut. So John Wayne was, I grew up loving John Wayne. Kirk Douglas, a man's man, one of my, Spartacus, one of my all-time favorite actors. So you call, you start rattling off names. It's like, I was jealous of you. I was saying, I hope she took pictures. I hope she took pictures. And Lauren Bacall, oh, that, that, that I can just see her silhouette. You know, uh, uh, oh, I, I'm going... Oh my goodness, Carl Reiner, Aretha Franklin, oh my, Muhammad Ali, yes. 
Okay, let me tell you something. And you want to meet Rashawn McDonald? I feel even better. <laughs> You're special, but you got a book out. And uh, I, I, first of all, I want to thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation. I want to thank you for writing a book that inspired me to realize that I'm living the right life. I'm All the things that I'm doing in my life, I, I should keep doing. And age has never been an issue with you. You've been motivated by hard work and success. And the fact that when and, and I just wanted you to respond to this before we leave, because in the entertainment business, it's always filled with so much uncertainty. You know, you work, you work. And when you got that three year contract uh-huh. for Young and the Restless, how did that make you feel at that point? You're like, because you know what you had. Your life had been the experience with your grandmother, uh, certain situations that, uh, that that people should have been put, put in jail by the way they treated you physically. It didn't happen. Yeah. But at that point, you have offered a three year contract. What did that What did that do for you emotionally and mentally? And uh, we know what it did for you financially. I think I was too young and immature to really appreciate what that meant. Mm-hmm. But slowly. Poorly. Um, it, of course, you know, it, it does affect your life. All of a sudden you're making regular money every week, which for, you know, a freelance actor, that never happens. Right. And you start making new friends, lifelong friends on the show. You start maybe wearing nicer clothes and driving a nicer car. And it just kind of slowly creeps up on you without you realizing, hey, I've kind of jumped into a different bracket here of living. Mm-hmm. You're living in a house. And these things just occur without you giving them that much credence. But certainly, as time goes on, uh, and, and I mean, not only did it affect my life financially, but I met my husband because of Young and Restless. I had my children because of Young and Restless. So it really impacted my life tremendously uh, more so than most actors, I think, because of the personal rewards it gave me. So uh, that has been such a blessing and still is that, uh, I mean, how many shows are even on 41 years? And I've been on it for 41 years. It's truly truly amazing. And as they say, still looking good and still fine. That's, that's, you know, that's what they say in the streets about you now. You know, still looking good and she's still fine. Her memoir, <laughs> Always Young and Restless, is a very motivational book. Nikki Newman's on my show, a.k.a. Melody Thomas Scott. Thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation. I really appreciate you. so much for having me. It was a pleasure. <laughs> uh, and we will see each other soon, one day down the line, because I know I less people send so. to see each other some way, somehow. And we live in this life that allows blessings to unite. Thank you, my friend. Be safe out there. All right, you too. All right. If you want to hear more Money Making Conversation interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host. In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Or support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide. Give with all your heart this season with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com.
Still living in 2021 and manually taking notes? There is a better way. Start the new year with otter.ai. Automatically get meeting notes. Otter.ai works for virtual meetings like Zoom, Microsoft Teams, and Google Meet. Sign up on the web for free or download in the app stores. Otter.ai. That's O-T-T-E-R A-I. The Black Effect Presents features honest conversations and exclusive interviews. A space for artists, everyday people, and listeners to amplify, elevate, and empower black voices with great conversations. Make sure to listen to the Black Effect Presents podcast on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.